Welcome to the Addiction Connection Podcast, connecting the hope of the gospel with the heart of addiction. I'm your host, Mark Shaw, and today's podcast topic is about caring for other people. Sounds so simple, doesn't it? Just to care for other people. But what I love about our network of providers and our commissioned addictions, biblical counselors that are on our website, what I love about all of them is that they are people who lay down their lives for the addicted. And so it's not just that they want to help and serve and volunteer and do some nice things for the addicted. These are people who are sacrificial. They lay down their lives to help people who sometimes are very hard to get along with, the addicted. Uh, they're, they're rebellious at times and uh, function in a way that is just hard to love, quite frankly. I love getting together at the Addiction Connection Leadership Summit because when we go to the summit and we meet this year in November, November 12th, 13th, and 14th, in Florence, Kentucky, at uh, my home church, Grace Fellowship Church, we bring in people who are not only just quality people, these are people who know how to lay down their lives, how to give in a sacrificial way. And when you sacrifice, it hurts. It hurts you to give and to help people in that kind of way. And so the verse that I think about I'll just I'll read two verses in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 7 and 8 it reads this way But we were gentle among you like nursing mother like a nursing mother taking care of her own children so being affectionately desirous of you we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God but also our own selves because you had become very dear to us And that has been our theme verses uh, for the last couple of years at the summit because we just have people who they not only share the gospel of God because we know the addicted person needs to hear the true gospel message that there's a savior for their sins and that that's why we deal with this problem as a sin issue of the heart rather than as a disease. But then it says they not only share the gospel, which is critical, but they also give this person their own selves. They lay down their lives. They sacrifice the pleasures and pursuits of this life to help people in real need. And so I just love that uh, picture that Paul gives us here in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, and I read verses 7 and 8. And in verse 9 it says, For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil We worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses in God also how holy and righteous and blameless was our conduct toward you believers. For you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. That's verses 9 through 12. The picture Paul is painting here for the counselor or the volunteer or the person who is simply wanting to help the addicted, 
uh, or any anybody in general, I'm being specific with addiction, so I'm not trying to take this out of context. This really applies in a broader way than to addiction, but these podcasts are directed to th- those who help the addicted and to their family members, uh, the family members of an addicted person and the addicted person. And so in this podcast, that's my audience. That's why I focus on this. But I love this picture that here is Paul. He's laboring. He's toiling. He's working night and day. He doesn't want to be a burden to anyone. And he's proclaiming the gospel of God to this group in Thessalonica. First Thessalonians chapter 2. And so he's saying, you're our witnesses, our blameless. Uh, we were blameless in our conduct toward you. We, we loved you as a father loves his children, exhorting and encouraging you and charging you to walk in a manner worthy of God. And so the picture there for those who are commissioned addictions, biblical counselors with the addiction connection is one of sacrifice and love, giving, working hard. I'd say that about all of our CABC people. They know how to work hard. They work hard in their churches. They work hard in their ministries. They work hard to reach the addicted in a way that just shows they don't give up. They don't quit. They're persevering persevering saints, if you will. Uh, They are people who... Uh, I admire so greatly. And so as you go through our list of CABC counselors, you'll see on there, each one of them is someone who uh, loves Jesus and loves his people and has a special burden for those who struggle with addiction. And then in verse 13, it says, and we also thank God constantly for this, that when you receive the word of God, which you heard from us, You accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. What a power-packed verse that is. And Paul is telling this group that you received the word of God, you heard it from us, and you didn't just take it as a word from man, but you took it for what it really is, the word of God, that it's at work inside of a believer's heart. And that's what the word does, is it changes us. I watched a movie called Selfie Dad, watched it last night, and uh, was struck by the honest, real struggles of a man in his job, in his marriage, in his family life, and how he was living marginally as a marginal Christian or just an average Christian, not really doing much with his life, his opportunities that God had given him, his role and, and responsibilities. He was lacking in many ways. And in the movie, he gets convicted, he, he is tempted, uh, there are different pressures placed upon him, he loses his job, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not trying to give the movie away. But it is a powerful depiction of just real life and the struggles we have. And uh, it's not a perfect movie, it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, Michael Jr. Is the, has the starring role, he does a great job, I really like him. He's a comedian, very funny guy a very smart, talented man. And he does a great job in this role as just the the father who's trying to figure life out and and make some honest mistakes. But the very end of the movie, the emphasis was on the word of God and how it works in our hearts in conjunction with the Holy Spirit. I mean, that part of the movie was really depicted well. And I thought, 
they did a nice job in just helping us to remember that we need to feast on the Word of God, that it doesn't need to be something that we just read and check off the list, but it feeds our very soul. And then today's world that we're in, the messages we get on social media and the news and everything else, it just tends to be bad news. And so if we could even just fast for 30 days, fast, I'm not talking about food, I like to eat, but I'm talking fast from social media, from news, from the noise of this world, of the world system, uh, and feast upon the word of God. So you fast from the world's chaos and noise and you feast upon the word of God. So it's not like you're just denying yourself, but you're actually doing something by feasting, reading, studying, memorizing, meditating upon the word of God. If you'll do that, uh, you'll be surprised in, in just 14 to 15 days how much better and clearer you think, how much more loving and like Christ you can be when you set those other things aside and really focus upon what's most important. That's a relationship with God and with his people. And my key verse here with 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8, it's being affectionately desirous of you. We were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves because you've become very dear to us. And so as you become more empowered by God's spirit and his word to love other people, uh, people become dear to you. They, they don't seem like hindrances. They don't seem like problems that you have to fix. You know, they're not cases that you have to counsel, but instead you see people as a whole person who need your help and you're willing to lay down your life to help them because they've, been, they've become very dear to you. That's been, that becomes your desire. And so the people on our website, when I think about them, I smile because I think about how, honestly, how sacrificial these people are toward those who are addicted and at times hard to love, rebellious, stiff-necked, as the Bible would say. These counselors know how to help and to take care of those who are quite frankly, unlovely, not in their external appearance, but in their heart, in the way they're living in an idolatrous way toward living for themselves. And what a, what a place to be. When you can have somebody in your life who loves you, regardless of how you treat them, I mean, that's an, a powerful message. It's a, it's a message that is only emulated by God. I mean, God does that. He loves the unlovely the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us in Romans 5.8. And so God is the picture of loving the unlovely. And I'm not talking about outward appearance, but in our hearts, God loves us that way. And the counselors that we're raising up on the Addiction Connection Network are counselors who do that same thing. They emulate God in that way. And it's a very powerful thing to, to behold I'm so honored to be a part of this ministry with so many amazing people. And we say amazing people all the time about all kinds of, of people. But I'm telling you, these are people who have adopted children that weren't their own, that were left at their ministry by the mother, and the child was left behind. And, the, and these are people, some of our people in our network, 
adopted a child. And, and these are people who were older than me at the time. I mean, I don't know how they have the energy to adopt a young child, uh, but they did just that. And then other people I know give sacrificially, financially, but in prayer and in service to others who are struggling. And so um, that is kind of a common thread. They lay down their lives because the mission of serving God and helping his people who are addicted or those who are not yet his people, maybe they're unbelievers, but they're evangelizing, they're discipling the believers, they're helping those who have been addicted and their families in ways that I I am just blown away with. So uh, I would encourage you, if you need help, go to our website, go on the the website. We have residential programs listed. We have non-residential programs like a a church ministry or an, um, a program that meets weekly. There are several of those. And then we have a list of counselors, people who are doing addictions, biblical counseling in a way that's genuine, in a way that's true to God's word, and in a way that's faithful to God, that he is pleased in their approach because they're trying to honor him first and serve the, the hurting second. But the common thread is you're going to find people who are ready to share not only the gospel, but their own selves, and they'll lay down their lives for the addicted. So that's what you'll find on our website, and um, and I'm excited too to announce that tomorrow I'll ha- I'll be featured on the Gospel Coalition podcast, so you can visit the Gospel Coalition website. It's thegospelcoalition.org. And if you're not familiar with the Gospel Coalition, basically they exist to equip the next generation of believers, pastors, church leaders to, to shape life and ministry around the gospel. Well, I can't think of a better ministry for the Addiction Connection to partner with, in a sense, for me to contribute articles and to do podcast with than the Gospel Coalition, because it's all about how does the gospel relate to life? How do we lead lost people to Jesus Christ? And how do we strengthen those believers in their faith so that they can stand strong, especially in the perilous days that we live in? And so the Gospel Coalition podcast, I'll be on there uh, July 29th. It's a Wednesday. Uh, Who knows what I'll say I mean, you needed to tune in just to find out what is Mark saying? What has he lost his mind? Uh, find out on that podcast if that's true. Of course, I'm kidding. At least I hope I'm kidding. Um, but I love doing ministry work, trying to equip the saints for the work of ministry. And one thing that I think the saints have been duped into believing a lie They've been, they've been tricked, the church has been tricked into believing the lie that addiction is this supersized problem. It's bigger than any other of the problems. I mean, you, you can help somebody with depression as a biblical counselor. You can help somebody with anxiety as a biblical counselor, but you better not try to help them with their addiction issues as a biblical counselor because this is a supersized issue. This issue is bigger than life. It requires 
certain expertise and medical information and treatment that you just don't have. You need to refer them out, refer them out, send them somewhere else. Well, I'm calling the church, both through the Gospel Coalition and through the Addiction Connection, I'm calling the church, which the church isn't a building, it's the people. I think we see that in a pandemic more than ever before. It's the people of God. My call is to get the people of God calling the church back to do biblical counseling of the addicted, helping them with these hard heart issues, these struggles that they're dealing with, that I believe we're equipped to handle as the body of Christ. Now, we can't do it alone. We certainly need the Spirit of God working, the Word of God working, the body of Christ working, and all its parts work together, every joint supplieth kind of thing. We need that kind of body life. But I would encourage you to rethink how you think about addiction. Don't see it as a supersized issue. If you've believed that, which I used to believe that too, then you were duped. I was duped. We were tricked into believing something that's not true. And what that does is that renders us useless to help in those situations of addiction and with the family members. So our network at the Addiction Connection is a network of residential programs, non-residential programs, and counselors who are trained and ready to share not only the gospel, but to give also their very lives, their selves, to those who struggle with addictions and to their family members. And I couldn't be more honored to be a part of this group. Well, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Hope you'll join me next time on the Addiction Connection podcast, connecting the hope of the gospel with the heart of addiction. 